Profile Country Hearts After gaining great acclaim in the UK, Americana trio The Wandering Hearts flew stateside to record their new album and made some very influential new friends. Profile by Katie Nichols. The original plan had been to sit down with London-based trio The Wandering Hearts for a long, leisurely chat about how their blend of folk, country and Americana had won the hearts of Americans and quite a few on this side of the Atlantic too. At the time of this interview, however, the UK is ending the fourth week of lockdown and so instead the three members, AJ Dean, guitar and vocals, Francesca, Chess Whiffin, mandolin and vocals and Tara Wilcox, vocals and percussion, gather on an iPhone screen for a four-way chat over Skype. Despite the smother of a digital blanket, the wandering hearts exude warmth and energy and a mutual understanding of each other and their desire to bring their singular take on Americana to as many ears as possible. The three-piece have just returned from recording their second as-yet-unnamed album in Woodstock. Their debut, Wild Silence, was released in 2018, winning the Bob Harris Emerging Artist category at that same year's UK Americana Awards. The album also propelled them to sell out tours of the UK and a support slot for Jack Savretti, as well as festival headline slots, even opening the main stage at BST Hyde Park. But while the UK was becoming acquainted with Wandering Hearts, the band had already won over the heartland of country music, Nashville, having been the first UK outfit to debut at both the Ryman Auditorium and then at that venue's famous The Grand Old Opry Show in the same week thanks to the support of Marty Stewart. The country legend has championed the Wandering Hearts since they were the support on his 2017 UK tour, subsequently inviting them onto his late-night jam at the Ryman. Hello America Playing the Ryman was our first ever gig outside the UK and our first international show, says Tara. We'd landed the day before and we were jet-lagged and it was really hot and busy and like any cool thing that happens, we hadn't allowed ourselves to enjoy the build-up. You know, we didn't realise it was actually happening until we were halfway through the first song and I was like, this is the Ryman, right? And John Prine is about to go on. It was just bonkers. People say America has taken you under its wing, she continues, but they did that because Marty said they should. To come on stage after Marty has said, I love these guys, you're going to love them too, means that you don't have to win people over in the same way. We wouldn't have this without Marty. It's a relationship that continues to flourish too, as Marty guests on the band's second album with a song that he wrote with his wife Connie and recorded with them at the Cash Cabin Studio in Tennessee. Undoubtedly, having the support of one of America's most revered country stars is a major boon, but this is not to take away from the talent of the wandering hearts, whose harmonic sensibilities stir thoughts of First Aid Kit, Mamas and Papas and Fleetwood Mac. They are uniquely flying the flag for British Americana. We've been welcomed in the UK into so many different genres, says Chess. We've been really supported by the Americana Music Association UK and the Americana community and the country scene. All these different families and communities even though we're not country, or we're not really one thing. Regardless of the genres this band glides around, what is clear is that the voice is the guiding instrument for all three members, who say that they quickly discovered their voices were symbiotic. 
and this finds its way through the collaborative approach they take to songwriting. I think it's quite unique that all three of us are so fully invested and so involved, says Chess, because the voice, the word and the lyrics is where our truth is, and the things that we write and talk about end up being our songs. The Easy Second Album They should be touring the UK right now with new songs from the second album, and while the tour will be rescheduled, the album has been recorded and mastered, and they're just waiting for the artwork to be completed and to decide on a name before it's released in late spring. Recorded with Simone Felice and David Barron, it took the band to the heart of Woodstock and into the Catskill Mountains. It's been a real project of love, says Tara. Everything that's gone into it, from writing the songs, to choosing the songs, to recording the songs, has been such an easy organic process for us, and everything seems to line up and make sense. With the new songs and the new record, it's a real representation of our journey for the last year and a half. It's got lots of different cool sounds on it, and it expands massively on our original sound. We had a bit more freedom to explore and create the music that we want to hear. Woodstock style. With such high-profile producers at the controls and working in a part of the world that boasts a musical provenance, including the basement totes by Bob Dylan and the band, did they absorb some of its magic? I don't want to say psychedelic, because that might give you the wrong impression, says AJ. But there were elements of psychedelia that we lifted straight from the style of Woodstock into the recording. We stayed in an Airbnb where there was a music room, It was a really old place, but there was a piano and a drum kit and mandolins and busted-up guitars and other weird instruments. We'd go back and have a few drinks and a smoke and we'd go, how does that song go we're going to do tomorrow? And we'd play around with it. It would morph a bit and have a bit more freedom and feel a bit loose. And then we'd go, love that, let's play it like that tomorrow. And the influence of Simone and David on the album? We've been fans of Simone for a while, expands AJ. Being in the Felice Brothers, but also the work he did on the self-titled Jade Bird record and the Lumineers. We'd had him in mind as someone we'd like to work with for a while, but knowing the work someone's done is very different to meeting them and having a day-to-day working experience. But he was super chilled, and it totally makes sense, because the studio was on top of this mountain, overlooking the Ashokan Reservoir, and it was a pretty beautiful and serene place. Musical Language The equipment they had there was like nothing I'd ever seen, says Chess, and David is a special kind of genius. Even if you didn't have the language to articulate what it was you wanted to hear or say in the most layman's of terms, David would go, I've got it. You'd say, I hear Jefferson Airplane, or I hear this sound, and I don't know what that is, and he would instantly be like, is it this? Before we got there, she continues, Simone was constantly saying, We're going to crack the code, and we were like, if we hear that phrase one more time, what does it mean? But he was absolutely right. I think it was day three. There was a point where we managed to capture the vocals in a way that we've never done before. It felt entirely representative of what we do. So when the album goes out, we can say, this is absolutely what we do, and we're so super proud of this, rather than, oh, it's cool, it does sound different. With life currently on hold, as it is for the rest of the world, the band reflect on how this new album mirrors the zeitgeist of our times. This album is a reflection, says Tara, a year and a half long diary entry of what we've experienced. We talk about love and loss, but the overriding theme is one of hope 
and asking for help and of second chances, of rebirth, to right wrongs. In the dark time that we're in, there is a lovely symmetry with the album that we've done. Looking ahead. The band will soon be having a live album launch party, so check the website for updates, thewanderinghearts.com. In the meantime, the lockdown offers the opportunity of contemplation. For us, this whole situation makes me feel like we just need to live in the moment, says Chess. If you think too far forward, you end up disappointed that things didn't happen. Now I'm feeling like, let's just do everything we can within our power to give this record the chance that it deserves. The Producers Born and raised in the Catskill Mountains, some may best know Simone Felice as the former drummer in folk rock outfit The Felice Brothers. Since leaving the band in 2009 to form The Duke and the King, he's gained a reputation for sprinkling production magic, working from his mountaintop studio with bands such as The Lumineers, Jade Bird and Bat for Lashes. Composer, producer and engineer David Barron has joined Simone to work on projects including Jade Bird and The Lumineers. As a keyboardist, he also brings his unique collection of synths, so the Wandering Hearts took advantage of some of the rare instruments in the studio. David is a synth wizard, says AJ. He also has really cool instruments, including a Celeste, which used to belong to Thelonious Monk. It was awesome. <laughs>